Broadcasting live from the Roswell Infinity Studio, it's time for North Atlanta's BizLink, the greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce linking you to business leaders. North Atlanta's BizLink is brought to you by Veritech. Veritech, great people, remarkable service. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to North Atlanta's BizLink, the monthly greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce radio show linking you to business leaders. I'm Mike Salmon. Alongside the usual cast of characters, we have Deborah Lanham and Nicole Sturgis with us from the North uh, Fulton Chamber. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. How are you, Mike? Good morning, Mike. Uh, doing well. Excited about today's show, and we'll explain why in just a second. But before we uh, introduce the very special guest, Deborah, I know you and Nicole want to talk about some upcoming events coming uh, coming up for the Chamber. Well, thank you. Great to be with you today, and I think the sun is shining outside, so we'll it, take that. And it, it's not 30 degrees outside, is it? No. It's a, semi-warm? I think we're I think we're moving on up and uh, great to see the rain move out and the sun shining today. And we say that that is a wonderful Chamber of Commerce day for us all. So, yeah, Nicole uh, Sturgis, our marketing coordinator at the Chamber, would like to just give a little update about some things coming up for our members. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. I am so excited to talk about our Women in Business Annual Awards Luncheon coming up next Thursday. April 26th, 11.30 a.m. at Atlanta Athletic Club. We are going to have Anissa Telwar-Kaker with us. And she is the founder and CEO of Anissa International, which produces custom artistry tools for the biggest names in the beauty business. Uh, she produces over 25 million brushes a year. So it's going to be really just an exciting um, time to hear from her, to encourage and inspire other women. So um, we encourage you all to go on our website at www.gnfcc.com to register. Um, it's going to be a fabulous event. So, and we're really excited to have um, our new president with us there too, as well. Um, I also want to mention our May Eggs and Enterprise on Wednesday, May 30th. I know that one is a little bit further out. But since our April e e was postponed, um, we're going to go ahead and um, we'd love for you to apply your purchase ticket to the May e e or the Women in Business Annual Awards Luncheon. So um, please contact us and we're happy to help you and, and get you set up and follow us on social media, GNFCC, to stay up to date on all the latest happenings. So Nicole, you said Wednesday. Uh, we're we're just coming off of the Memorial Weekend holidays. So I just want to remind our listeners too, when they're signing up for Eggs and Enterprise, it's not that usual fourth Tuesday, but the Wednesday. And the date again on that? Correct. Wednesday, May 30th. So thank you. Yes, it's not the typical uh, Tuesday. Well, nothing's ever typical when it comes to the Greater North Fulton <laughs> Chamber of Commerce. We want to keep people on their toes. But that is just the tip of the iceberg of all the events that you guys do for the businesses that are members and, and non-members as well. We always encourage non-members to come check things out and hopefully like what they see and, and want to join and, and get all the benefits of being a chamber member as well. Absolutely. So that's just the tip of the iceberg. But for all the events, because if you sat here and talked about all the events, it'd be a very long radio show. We want to send folks to the website. Yes, www.gnfcc.com. And you can click on upcoming events under the Chamber Events tab. So make sure you check us out there. 
All right, Deborah, I know we've got a very special show today, something that we've been looking forward to for a long, long time. Uh, why don't you introduce our very special guest? Well, thank you, Mike. Yes. In fact, I think the last show we talked about the fact that we are anticipating the naming of our new president and CEO of the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce. And so I'm delighted to introduce you all here virtually to uh, Callie Boatwright and look forward to spending some time with you today. And uh, Callie, say um, hello to our radio audience. I feel like I should say, ta-da. <laughs> Can I do that for you? Absolutely. <laughs> ta-da. There you go. <laughs> and here I am, Callie Boatwright. And I'm very excited to finally be here at the Greater North Fulton Chamber and certainly to be a guest on today's show, which is very special, I understand, since we've used that word a few times, I'm starting to feel a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a lot to live up to now. I know, right? <laughs> well, we were anticipating and we really do love our work and, um, you know, said goodbye to our former CEO and just knew that that meant new days ahead and new opportunity. And But we're not strangers, Callie. I've had the privilege of knowing you through the Georgia Association of Chamber of Commerce Executives. And so what I'd like to do right now is just spend a little bit of time talking about just the world of Chamber of Commerce and your experience, and and then we'll dial in a little bit deeper into some of your background. But talk to us about the the relevance of a Chamber of Commerce today. Well, that is the big question, right? So Chambers of Commerce have been around for what feels like the beginning of time. And the interesting thing about it is it's not your grandpa's Chamber of Commerce anymore. So in the days when Chambers of Commerce were gathering places, and that was about it. And I know that um, we mentioned some of the great programs and events that we have going on, but the reality is that whether the Chambers open or not physically, the Chamber's working for you 24-7, and that's the nature of the new Chamber of Commerce. In the world that we live in, um, Nicole mentioned our website, but with all of the social media, the website, and the accessibility, I think Chambers have got to morph into what is now a very different dynamic than what they were before. It's interesting. We used to sell Chambers of Commerce kind of as a gym club membership. You get what you put into it. And while we want people to be actively engaged and involved and volunteer and spend their time, and certainly those are the folks that that we get to interact with more frequently, the truth of the matter is that your chamber should work for you all the time. Whether you're physically there or not, your chamber should be doing exactly what the Greater North Fulton Chamber does, and that is to be out in the community promoting all six of its municipalities, talking about the great community, the great living atmosphere, the great um, place to do business, but also the economic development aspect that the chamber has done so well for so many years. And I want to give props to your former CEO who did a great job. Brandon Beach um, was there for a very long time, almost 15 years and really set the stage for what I believe can be um, even greater success than than what he's brought to date. So um, the blessing for me is that I still have a great team that's in place and ready to go and certainly has been looking forward to new leadership. And so that's great. It's um, It's been an interesting first week as far as learning all the information there is. And so I appreciate all the patience of not just the staff, but also all of our members. And my goal is to try and be at every single event that this chamber puts mm-hmm. on, which there are copious many. amounts of, yes. right? <laughs> yes. Um, to be able to meet as many of the members as I can. So maybe let that be a, um, a live invitation for you to come and, and come to any of our events this month. 
Very good. Well, and true that the chamber is truly a collaborator today. And and yet also in that collaboration, it's not only local, but it ends up regional Absolutely. and state. So you've had some um, input on the state level. Could you share a little bit about your work and involvement in the Georgia Chamber of Commerce? Sure. Absolutely. Um, I think the the benefit of being involved at a state level and certainly at a regional level. Um, as you mentioned, I came from Douglasville, Douglas County Chamber, where I was for 14 years. And the impact of that is that I already was active in the playground of the metro Atlanta um, area. And so having those relationships and being on those regional boards that I've been able to nurture those relationships over time carry nicely over to my new position here at the Greater North Fulton Chamber. So you've got the, those uh, local and regional relationships, which certainly are intact, in but also from a state perspective. Deborah, you and I have met at, at several GACCE conferences. Those conferences are with the Georgia Association of Chamber of Commerce Executives, and that's kind of our association. I had the pleasure of serving as the state president several years ago, um, which was wonderful. And then in August this last year, um, interestingly enough, on my 50th birthday, on the actual day, I was presented the Legacy Award from that association, which wow. I, I'm almost positive means you're old. And uh, so no. <laughs> it was a great day for all of that to happen. But yes, so I was able to... Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, it was a, it was a great moment. And certainly doesn't mean that I'm done. A Lifetime Achievement Award just means, hey, I got to move to a new chamber and that's fabulous. And so now it's time to do that all again in my in my esti- estimation. Um, the Georgia Chamber, though, you mentioned I do, um, I have been honored by being asked to sit on the board of the Georgia Chamber representing all the local chambers. So it's called the Federation. Federation is a group of of us that are at local chambers of commerce who really partner with the Georgia Chamber to be part of that larger voice of the state capitol. And um, and we can get far more done together. As you mentioned, it's all about collaboration. And I think that that's one of the big, big things that I've learned over my experience with chambers of commerce is, you know, you've seen one chamber, you've seen one chamber, they're all different, but they all have the same basic interest at heart, and that's the community development, economic development, and frankly, the success of our members, because if our members aren't successful, our chamber will not be. That's right. So I think about, uh, you mentioned just, it's not your grandpa's chamber of commerce anymore. And you think about the small town or small business, while we know we serve a lot of small business, even the blend of our membership at the North Fulton Chamber of Commerce has changed with the larger companies. And even, for example, Hartsfield-Jackson International Airport is a member of our chamber because they do business in North Fulton and see value of being a part of our chamber. When you think about what the Georgia Chamber does for our smaller chambers around the area, the state, what is the focus? Do you, you know, have you seen a change or a shift in what they're focusing on in terms of resources they're providing to their partner chambers? I think so many of those things really rest in um, soliciting from their members and, and obviously the business members at all, but what the interests of their members are. I know they're working on sort of a, a, a healthcare solution to the many small businesses who don't have the opportunity to really have a, a discount, you can't use that word, but a, a, a pricing that would make sense for their structure and their type of business, which, you know, I hear all the time from small businesses that that's a constant source of concern. And and we all believe, I hope that our, our peers at our businesses are families. And so we want to take care of our families. That's very important. And so they, in the atmosphere that we find ourselves in, it's continuing more difficult to do that. 
Um, so I, I know that that's a, a big focus right now. Certainly with the chambers, it's really having voice. So um, there are many different size chambers in the state of Georgia, and the Georgia Chamber represents all of those chambers. And the reality is for a Greater North Fulton Chamber, which has 1,400 members and has done a great job about having voice at our, our state capital and certainly with, um, with our commissioners and with our municipalities, the reality is some of those chambers cannot do that just based on the size that they are. And I think the Georgia Chamber lends themselves in times of, of need in those particular circumstances. And I think we're, um, it's incumbent upon us as sort of the, the larger chambers to be able to help in that regard as well. Uh, as, as one goes, we all go, so to speak. Yeah. Do you think there's a consistent message then to threaded throughout all the organizations, all the chambers, or is it okay to have your own, your own messaging um, as it relates to the area you serve? Well, certainly every chamber, um, we're all 501c6 nonprofit organizations. And and again, I hope that we all realize that our members are truly our bosses, right? So the money that they give to us and provide to us to be good stewards of, I hope that we all take that very seriously and recognize that my 1,400 members are my bosses. And I've always looked at it that way. I think that that's the right way to uh, run the organization because that reminds us each and every day that the reason we're there at work is because of those 1,400 businesses. It's not the other way around. And so um, it's it's worked for me so far. And I do believe that that most chambers treat uh, their membership that way. And so we're, we're blessed to live in an environment where folks really do support uh, the business community. The business community has certainly come back in the last couple of years. This area in particular with, um, with all of the growth at Georgia 400 has been blessed to no end. And so I think we have a lot to be proud of and a lot of work to do. So let's uh, change uh, or shift gears, as they say, a little bit. Before you uh, were in this industry, tell us a little bit about your career path that got you where you are today. Well, interestingly enough, as I said here at a um, radio show, I was in journalism school at the University of Missouri and thought I would be probably the next writer, but I also enjoyed broadcast side as well. So trained and came up through through that area and then uh, worked at an advertising agency and decided that probably, like most of us, that probably was not what I wanted to do um, and got involved with nonprofits. I was highly engaged in high school and college with organizations and um, realized that I really liked that aspect of my life. So I went to work for a nonprofit straight out of college and managed the East Coast for an organization called Golden Key National Honor Society, which is now Golden Key International Honor Society, and was blessed to be with them for 14 years um, as they went international. We expanded tremendously during that time. Um, got to see a lot of really wonderful countries, work in Australia. Um, and so it was really a great time of my life. And the reality was that as all of that was happening, I was married and had two small children. Wow. I know, yeah. right? So yeah. life changes and hopefully we're all smart enough to change along with it. So um, in the community I lived, which happened to be Douglasville, Georgia, I had a board member of the chamber who approached me and said, hey, you kind of do membership and marketing, right? For for Golden Key. And I said, well, yeah, I was chief operating officer and, and worked in sort of a lot of capacities. And he said, well, we're looking for a chamber president and don't panic radio audience. But my answer was, what does a chamber do? <laughs> so I figured that Fair out. Enough. I, I, I did Fair figure enough. that out quickly. Um, but yeah, I, I wasn't looking and um, but did end up 
throwing my hat in the ring and it was the best decision that I ever made. I think that certainly it was right for my family. My kids were small at that time, four and seven. And after 14 years in that um, community and developing that chamber into what many would say is an award-winning chamber, it was, you know, time to sort of lean in and take on a new challenge. The kids are graduating from college and high school this year. So I will be an empty nester. Wow. Don't tell them, but yes. I'm really excited, right? <laughs> so, um, but it's really, it's time for that next step in my career. And so very, very eager to, to be here, very glad to be here and looking forward to working with those members to make their chamber the best chamber ever. You know, you talked about the fact that Chambers of Commerce are the 501c6. And so nonprofit, mm-hmm. um, it really does uh, have a lot to do with how culture is developed within the organization. You really, this really is a nonprofit and we really do look at the business community as who we are serving. Um, do you want to speak on that a little bit about the, the culture inside, um, just building a, a good team and, and uh, what your thoughts are in terms of... Uh, Servant leadership, that's kind of a buzzword these days. It's been around with us for a while, but what does it really mean to be that servant leader in this environment? Yeah, I think it's, it's um, you're right, as a nonprofit, uh, we get mistaken a lot of times as a government entity, sometimes a for-profit. And um, I think that from a perspective of an internal culture, we have to constantly remind ourselves that, again, we are serving our leaders, in this case, our board of directors, who are volunteers to this organization. Um, I used to jokingly tell my board members I was going to double their salary, which, <laughs> as it turns out, from zero to zero, it really doesn't change things. But um, but these are people who give up their time. And certainly the board members in this particular instance at this chamber have been doing so for many months while they've been looking for a CEO to replace Brandon. And so they've put a lot of time and heart and passion into this. And so I can't thank them enough for the time that they took Away from their own jobs, paying jobs, I might add, to do that. Um, but yeah, I think that we're at the end of the day, we serve our members. As I've said before, we are a nonprofit organization. And it's a beautiful opportunity to um, remind ourselves that we do this job because we like it. I wouldn't have started work for another chamber after kind of having a career with one if I didn't truly love it and have a passion for it. So it helps a lot that when you wake up in the morning every day, you're excited to go to work. For me, I'm excited to go to work with who I work with. I'm blessed to work with you two ladies and the rest of the team at the chamber. And so that's certainly something that everybody hopes to have at their own place of work. And so that's the culture I want. And I want that culture for our members too. I want them to come to our um, exit enterprise and to our business after hours and to all of our events because they know that we're family and they know that we will help them and they know that they can help the organization and move it forward and they feel like they're a vested part of that. Callie, before I jump in and ask my question, your kids are on line one. Oh. <laughs> they want to <laughs> clarify that comment about you being happy that uh, they're yeah. out of the house? They're happy too if okay. it makes any difference. <laughs> Obviously, when you applied for the job and threw your hat in the ring for this job with the uh, Greater North Fulton Chamber. You did your research on the North Fulton Chamber. Was there anything that you came across or found that surprised you? It's like, oh, I didn't know that about the Greater North Fulton Chamber of Commerce. Oh, wow. Nothing like put me on the spot. I'll, I'll be honest. The first thing that came to mind was Mountain Park. And I met one of the city councilmen today. And so a lot of the cities I'd heard a lot about. And um, as I said, with the development up here, I did not know about Mountain Park. And so I'm delighted by it. I, I haven't had the chance. I may have been 
drinking from a fire hose and learning everything I have to learn. And, and certainly that's going to continue for a while. But, um, but I'm super excited to get up to Mountain Park and see that community. And it's such an anomaly for the rest of the, the municipalities. And so that's, that's intriguing to me. And, and one last question that I have is I'd like to talk to you about your, your management style. How, how do you manage people? Obviously, you come here and you've already got a great staff in place. Uh, how, 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 have you, how is your style of management uh, used and, and where did you get that from? Where did you learn that from? That's a great question. Uh, my management style is is pretty easy. It's always been work hard, play hard. And I think that's true for me, not just at work, but with organizations that I work with as well as at home. Um, and so the bottom of the bottom line is that I, I work hard and I focus on what I do and I make sure that that I give my best each and every day. And I expect that of my team. And so I have high expectations. But I also expect that at the end of the day, when we've all done a, a job well done, that I tell them that and that we have time to celebrate. And I think we don't take enough time to celebrate because mm-hmm. there's always the next thing. And so we miss miss out on the opportunity, not just to say thank you, but to say, you know, we did really, really good job. And the truth of the matter is that um, I jokingly say, you know, in chamber work, we're not doing brain surgery. Thank God you wouldn't want us to be. Um, but the reality is that means we've got some area that we can be creative and we can try some different things. And so I encourage that as well. I don't want a stayed sort of culture where everybody tries to do the exact same thing the exact same way, because guess what? That's not the world. The world changes on a daily basis. One of the nice things too is when Deborah introduced us right before the show, we met just minutes before the show. You asked how things were going here at Business Radio X. I said, everything's going great. And if we're not having, you know, we're having fun. If we're not having fun, we're not doing it right. And you said, that's your mantra as well. So that was kind of nice that you realize, yes, it's serious business right here. We're growing business and helping businesses, but let's have a little fun along the way too. because. It's not brain surgery. It's not. And success begets success. That's one of the things that I found out working with my previous chamber. The more successful we were, the more people wanted to be part of that success and the more people would attend things and be part of that. And I think that's the case. Everybody wants to be around people if they're having a good time, enjoying what they do, and they're successful at it. And so it's not that heavy a lift. The team's already doing hard work and doing a great job at it. I'm just here to make sure that I'm thanking them in the appropriate ways. I think it's important to be serious, but there's a a time where we really are taking ourselves too seriously and um, we don't invite fun to come in and be a part of our world. So uh, you're off to a great start. Uh, We're excited in the days ahead. We know you've got some time just to take it all in and um, we're we're excited. We really um, appreciate your open door policy and we know that... um, People are going to want to meet you and get to know you. And so in the days ahead, we look forward to introducing you to many more of our business members and the community at large. And that's my favorite part of the job. So keep introducing me and please keep coming over and saying hello. We do. Well, this is the part of the program I like to ask you as we're closing out this uh, show today is what matters most to you, Callie? Oh, so family, I mentioned my children, but I have to say, given the opportunity, I um, married my high school sweetheart and he and I have known each other for a very long time. Um, we are be married for 27 years in June. And um, it's pretty exciting because at the end of the day, that's still the person I want to spend time with the most. And um, and he still feels the same way, at least I'm you know, telling you he does. So for the radio show's purpose, but no, it's, it's great to be in love with the person that you're married to. 
um, and still to choose to date them in the middle of all that. So certainly I would put my relationship with my husband, certainly um, faith, and um, and uh, I've already mentioned my my two children. Yes, they're leaving. They're great kids, um, and uh, and they will be amazing adults. And that's that's the best part. Deborah's tearing up a little bit. I could pass the tissues over your way if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just reminded I'm going to be celebrating 37 years in June. Oh, see, oh. that is yeah. huge. Yeah. I love hearing that. I get motivated by that. I think that's. I think we need to to share more of that. I think so. And the fact that we're happily married and right. still very much in love. In fact, I think over time, it just gets better and better. So, But wouldn't you say that that adds to what I want at work, not a marriage, obviously, but for me, because family is so important, I want to feel that same family at work and to be surrounded by that. And I think that's super important for people as they come to work every day to kind of know that they're loved and cared for and genuinely want have somebody behind them that wants them to do better. You know, I, it triggered a thought from a recent conversation I had with a gentleman who attends Pro Alliance every yeah. Wednesday morning. It's our uh, early morning networking breakfast and it's quite successful. I have about 80 on a regular basis. Anyhow, he said, you know, Deborah." There's something about this event. He said, even if I don't get any business over a month or so, because the networking's great and he appreciates that. He said, this is so inspiring. Every morning that I attend this, I leave feeling like I've spent an hour and a half with family. And having attended that event last Wednesday, I will say number one event that I'm sorry if I've offended anyone else, but the number one event I attended last week was pro-alliance because when I left that room, I was ready to go. I mean, I, I, I could have moved mountains and that was because of the energy in that room and those folks, I mean, 80, 85 people who just give you everything in an hour and a half and you leave feeling like the Energizer Bunny, which I like to do all the time anyway. Yeah. So. And your number one event this week will be? Um, wow. <laughs> so nothing like... Dumping the news. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm giving you the answer right here. Oh, is Radio X right oh, here live broadcast? There you go. Here we go. <laughs> I am You're the winner. So yes. Oh, good answer. So you got you see, you gotta have a little politician in you as well. Uh, of I'm working on that part. I don't, I don't. Be- before we go real quick, I want to ask you, you mentioned your husband and your yes. family, of course. What were his thoughts when you said, I think I want to check out this greater North Fulton pos- uh, possibility? He said, I have your back a hundred percent. And he always has. But yeah, so he just resigned after 17 years of being a professor at the University of West Georgia. So this They're is paying a, you that much here. Yeah, wow. Right. <laughs> so he is looking for a job. Yes, to that point, he would really like to be employed <laughs> if anyone's listening. No, but it's, it's you know, when you love somebody, you you want what's best for them. Um, and in this particular particular instance, I got there first. (laughs) So if he'd had something, I would have done the same. But yeah, we're super excited for the move. But it's a big change for heads for all of us. And um, we're ready for change. I love change and I love challenge. And, And so this is a great opportunity for both. Well, boss, thank you for spending a little bit of time with us today. It's great to have you. You're very welcome, friends. (laughs) All right, Mike. Anything you want to end up in the show on as far as chamber news? Nicole, anything that we didn't uh, say earlier in the show? She talked about women in business. I want to give that another plug because in the obvious here, I am the new CEO who happens to be a woman. So I think it's a great first event for me to kind of get to. And I hope that lots of people take the opportunity, men too. Mm -hmm. It's a women in business focus and awards for women and, and men always support that. So I am super excited about that program, which is next week on... 
Thursday, April 26th, 11.30 a.m. at Atlanta Athletic Club. Ladies, be sure to go on our website, check out more information on our speaker, Anissa Telwar-Kegger, as I uh, touched on earlier. And you can register there as well, www.gnfcc.com. And men are welcome as well, just as Callie said, come support the wonderful businesswomen of North Fulton and the Atlanta area. So, And just a quick plug on that event, we do a little huddle up called CEO Roundtable. And it allows our uh, CEOs, executive directors, vice president, executive level professional women and men to spend 30, 40 minutes with our speaker, our featured speaker. And um, it's a great time of peer-to-peer um, and some networking. And then also just to enjoy um, getting to know a close and personal with our speaker who's going to be phenomenal. So oh, just I'm want really to put looking forward to it. Yeah. All right. Well, Callie, congratulations. Welcome. On behalf of the uh, of Business Radio X, we're excited to have you here as well. Looking forward to uh, our partnership with the uh, Chamber, which has been valuable for what, two years now here at North Fulton Business Radio X. Looking forward to getting to know you better and doing anything we can to serve you and, and help you out as well. Thank you. And thank you for making this the best event of my whole week. <laughs> oh, she's a good one, Deborah. I like her. I told you. All right. For Callie and and Deborah and Nicole and our producer, Trey, I'm Mike, and we will see you next time right here on North Atlanta's BizLink. 